When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 2063. What is a highly sensitive person, and are you one? By Sharon Martin of HighlySensitiveRefuge.com. Hello, everybody. My name is Greg Audino, and I'm your host and narrator here on ORD. It's great to have you with me once again as we dive into another article. This one is going to be about highly sensitive people, teaching what they are, how to understand and relate to one if you aren't one, and how to understand and relate to yourself if you are one. So let's get right to it as we optimize your life. What is a highly sensitive person? And are you one? By Sharon Martin of HighlySensitiveRefuge.com You're such a crybaby. I've known from an early age that I am more sensitive than most people. I'm hard-pressed to get through a movie or church service without crying. Anything that sounds even remotely critical or accusatory causes me intense pain. Growing up, I was told I was too sensitive, and I took things too personally. The truth is, I feel things very deeply. It turns out some of us are wired this way. Our nervous systems are extra sensitive to emotions, energy, sounds, light, and physical stimulus. We are highly sensitive people. Are you a highly sensitive person? So. What is a highly sensitive person? And how do you know if you are one? Well, here are 10 signs that you're highly sensitive. Number one, you're very emotional. You experience emotions intensely, both the positives and the negatives. You cry easily. You react strongly. Sadly, this is not seen as an asset in the U.S., especially in boys or men. You many have been teased by others or internalized shame for being so sensitive. Number two, you are an exceptionally compassionate and giving person. You're a natural caretaker. You're the first to respond when someone's hurt or in trouble. You can sense others' pain and respond with empathy, and you go out of your way to avoid offending or hurting anyone's feelings. Number three, you are sensitive to criticism. You think people are noticing and judging you when they probably aren't. Criticism feels personal and painful. You can't just brush it off like some people can. Instead, you try to avoid situations where you might fail or be criticized. As a result, you might stay in your comfort zone and don't like to try new or risky things. Number four, you feel alone, different, or like something's wrong with you. You recognize that you're not like everyone else, but haven't been able to pinpoint why. Other people notice your sensitivity too. As a child, you were told to toughen up and stop crying. You were told that your sensitivity is a weakness and a burden. You try to fit in. You suit up in your emotional armor and try to bury your emotions, distract and numb yourself in order to cope with the flood of emotional and sensory input. Number five, you are more sensitive to external stimulation. You pick up on all that's going on around you. You find the sound of other people chewing infuriating, for example. You're bothered by loud sounds, violent movies, and bright lights. You're more likely to be sensitive to rough fabrics or tags in your clothes as well. 
Number six, you overthink and worry. You might overthink what should be a simple decision, such as where to go out to dinner. You notice all the details and possibilities, and it's hard to screen out all the external stimuli, making it hard to make decisions. Sometimes you get caught up in rehashing the details and what-ifs. Number seven, you are intuitive. You can sense how others are feeling. You pick up the energy in the room. This can feel great when you're around positive people, but you also feel negative energy just as strongly, which is draining. Number eight, you are a perfectionist. Your attention to detail and avoidance of criticism are components of perfectionism. You hold yourself to overly high standards and are self-critical when you don't live up to these unrealistic expectations. Staying focused on goals and performance helps you push down your feelings in an effort to mask your sensitive nature. Number nine, you often get overwhelmed, overstimulated, and fatigued. Dealing with all the emotions and stimulation that are coming at you is tiring. Similar to introverts, HSPs often feel drained when they spend time in busy, crowded places. And number 10, you're probably an introvert. Although not all HSPs are introverts, most are. According to Dr. Elaine Aaron, author of The Highly Sensitive Person, about 70% of HSPs are introverted, although extroverts can be highly sensitive too. Due to your heightened sensitivity to everything and everyone, it makes sense that you need time alone to replenish your energy. What helps highly sensitive people? Life can be challenging for highly sensitive people. Because you process all kinds of stimulation deeply, you can get easily overwhelmed, which can lead to fatigue and burnout. Here's what will help you live a happy, balanced life. Look for aspects of your sensitive nature that are an asset. Remember, you're not alone and there's nothing wrong with you. Avoid negative people. Limit exposure to overwhelming stimulus. Be careful not to overschedule yourself and take on too many activities and commitments. Set boundaries with people who take advantage of your compassion. Journal to help clear your head and make decisions. Express your emotions through music, artistic endeavors, or talking to supportive people. Relax through meditation, a hot bath, massage, guided relaxation, prayer, or anything that promotes a relaxed body, mind, and spirit. Allow plenty of time alone or in quiet, calming spaces. And give yourself the same love and kindness that you extend to others. You just listened to the post titled, What is a Highly Sensitive Person? And Are You One? by Sharon Martin of HighlySensitiveRefuge.com. And be sure to stick around for my commentary coming up right after this. Okay, and thank you so much to Sharon for this post. It's an interesting one for me, actually. Obviously, there is a strong sense of identity that comes attached to being a highly sensitive person, and this can be a big point of pride. It can help one feel part of a community like the one that this website has provided. Um, It can help HSPs make sense of themselves. But at the same time, There is still nuance that comes with a label like this. Nuance that I think is highly worth paying attention to. People who consider themselves to be HSPs and people that don't will both find that they are more sensitive to some parts of life than they are others. And if we can be more preoccupied with understanding this for ourselves and getting in touch with our individuality, whether or not we call ourselves HSPs, to me, we're less likely to limit ourselves. 
For example, if someone considers themselves to be an HSP because they struggle with big crowds and loud music, then naturally they might assume that they don't like concerts and they'll avoid them altogether. But maybe if the people that they go with are right, maybe if the crowd is small, maybe if the music is calming, maybe if it's outside, etc., then they'd find that there are many variations of concerts that they would actually quite enjoy, instead of cutting themselves out of any and all concerts. So, as much as we want to honor our sensitivities, we don't want the idea of them to become so strong that we create a totally fixed mindset around what we are and are not capable of. So think about that today, my friends. It's time for me to get out of here, but I really appreciate you being with me today and listening to this post with me. I hope you took something from it and enjoyed it. And of course, I hope you'll be back again tomorrow for both our weekly bonus episode and our regular episode. That's where your optimal life awaits.